Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to your source for solace. I am Sawyer Talegdi. And I'm Amanda Shimoon. I am the owner of the Shred Shop Wellness Complex here in Windsor. And Amanda is my trusty sidekick. <laughs> Together, we are going to help ladies everywhere find their confidence, courage, understand all the different types of attractiveness and how to harness your own. Uh, we will teach you and help bring out your most assertive self. We'll help you understand your own value uh, and truly, truly start to feel some serious self-worth and absolutely help you find solace, which is just a fancy word for inner peace. So if you're down to ride that train, buckle up and let's go. All right, guys. Is it happening? Sawyer's just taking a gulp of I'm water. I'm taking my last gulp, my last sip. So, uh, sip, sip. Laura's fixing her pony. We're that was my water bottle hitting the floor. <laughs> hey, hey. We're in for a ride today. Laura's got a sweaty high pony. Oh, yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this Friday, we have the pleasure of sitting with Miss Laura Kordlacki. Hello. Hey, guys. One of our newest coaches to the Shred Shop team. And the coach with the most knowledge let's let's to make what it a positive let's make it a positive with the most knowledge concerning miscarriages yes <laughs> yes it's not a club i want to be in but yeah the there's club, lots of people are in yeah there's no lineup outside this club no. yes. to get inside <laughs> no you don't want to be a part of it but i mean exactly so there's a community of us and that is what i've learned so mm-hmm. over the last especially now in the fitness industry, Mm -hmm. all of us trainers being pre and postnatal certified, it is uh, an ask of our members that when they are pregnant, it is, we are the first people to know, even before extended family. Of course. It is 100% safety first in here, and uh, we need to know right away. Well, the downside of that is if at any point they walk in and they are no longer pregnant, Mm -hmm. we also need to know that right away. So we have kind of positioned ourselves in the line of fire, And I'm hoping for two things out of this conversation. Number one, that Amanda and I get an education on the emotional, physical, and just overall, how do I even say this? Like experience and hardships and what you go through, what you feel like, Mm -hmm. so that we can better help our members or friends, Mm -hmm. family members that go through it. And I hope that if there's anyone watching that feels alone watching, what? Listening. 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 That feels alone in this situation, they find some comfort with some of the information that you're going to share with us today. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, first of all. Thank you so much for opening Opening your heart. Yes. Open your heart to me. (laughs) Yeah, I knew she did. We've had a few road trips to uh, the Madonna, the uh, Immaculate Collection. Just a few. It's an understatement. Yeah, we you have it on vinyl? Oh, yeah, girl. Oh, that's legit. <laughs> that is legit right there. Okay. I mean, that's how you can tell I'm the only one born in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Look yes. at us. We can't even be serious for five no. minutes. Okay, okay so, so let's just give Laura the floor for a minute. So yeah. uh, assuming 99% of people listening today have no idea what you've experienced, they have no idea what you've gone through personally with your reproductive Organs. goals. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> give us, in a nutshell, your elevator pitch. What's going on? Okay, I'll give you the Reader's Digest. That's so, what I like. Um, Scott and I have been trying to conceive for almost two years. Okay. Um, How old are you now? I'm 34. Okay. So I'm a little, you know, in the in the in the reproductive world, I'm up there. Are you are you like a geriatric yet? Are you considered geriatric? Um, I pregnancy? think after 35, okay. they consider you geriatric. But I also think they changed that. I think they've upped it to like 38 or something. Okay. Sandra's term is a uh, you're not a spring chicken. Oh yeah, and they legit. Like my, my friend that was 40-something and had a baby, they legit call your pregnancy like a geriatric pregnancy, which yeah. is crazy oh town. My but I didn't know I mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I wasn't just throwing that so around. So if you didn't Google, already that's feel... That's term, man. Yeah. I, no, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, so you just called this? Like, what? No, the, where is it's this a legit... Going? You old fart. It's, no. Yeah, it's a legit <laughs> hospital term that they use. Yep. Um, so yeah, in the reproductive world, I'm, you know, up there. So yeah, so we've been trying for almost two years. We got, I hate when people say we, I got pregnant. (laughs) I don't know why. It's fine to say like we we are expecting, I I feel like, but like we're trying to get pregnant. That's weird. Or like we got pregnant, like Scott didn't get pregnant. I did. Yes. Anyway. He doesn't get credit for that. That's just my two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) If you say uh, we're pregnant, that's fine. Yes. Anyway, I got pregnant seven months into trying. Yep. So that was good. We, we thought like, oh, that happened fairly quickly. Now, where you were on birth control for like for most a lot of, of years. Your, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went on birth control originally for cramps when I was, mm, I want to say 18. Yeah. Um, so that's so I, normal to, for it to take a few months for For things. sure. Yeah. I had okay. gone off my birth control, you know, few like a few months before our wedding and then we started trying. So it, it had been a while. I had been off the birth control. But I also, you know, my sisters had both taken a year to get pregnant for their first one. So I was kind of expecting that realm of time. So it's normal. People shouldn't get off birth control and think that their ovaries are going to do what they're supposed to do it's not the as next easy, month. Like, it's not as easy to get pregnant as you think. Like Which, if someone would have told 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old me that like it wasn't that easy to get pregnant, maybe I would have had a lot more fun. I don't know. <laughs> like, true. It no, is true. not easy to get pregnant. I mean, for some people it is, but like it's not... It's not as easy as everyone thinks. Not enough women know that or understand that. And there's, it goes back to that timeline of like you pressuring yourself of getting pregnant at a time. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to get married and then two months later a baby's going to come. Like it's, it's crazy. But anyway. So, so yeah, seven months I got pregnant. We were kind of, we were super excited because we're like, oh, that didn't take a year. Awesome. You know, I carried on with my life. I was doing my workouts every day. And we went for our 12, we were supposed to go for our 12-week ultrasound. Um, so like in the reproductive world, most people, like 13 weeks is when pe- most people like feel comfortable to tell people or share because you're kind of in like what they say, the safe, like out of the safe zone kind of thing because most people miscarry within the three months, right? right? The first three months. Um, so yeah, so we were going that morning I woke up um, and was bleeding. Yeah. So... Um, That's no good. No the good. The morning of the ultrasound. You will- yes. Okay. The morning of. Yeah. It was, yeah. Timing, right? Um, so I, I immediately called my midwife and said, like, you know, this is what's happening. What should I do? She was very calm about it. Obviously, she didn't want to stress me out. Um, and she said, you know, just go to your ultrasound and see how it goes. Um, so I waited around all day, went to my ultrasound, and obviously it was supposed to be a genetic testing ultrasound. So that takes, those of you who don't know, it takes about a half hour. Um, so she had said to me, it's going to take about a half hour. Um, and then laying there, you know, it took about five minutes and she's like, okay, well, uh, you know, I'll talk to your doctor. And I'm thinking to myself like, okay, 
but like you just basically told me all I needed to know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, and and yeah. So the ultrasound techs never tell you anything. No. If you've been to an ultrasound. Yep. They always say, oh, I'll just tell your doctor and then you'll hear from your doctor. Oh, it's like a rite of passage. You're not allowed to be an ultrasound tech. Yeah. Un- unless, Best poker you know, faces yes. on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But in this situation, you can imagine I was given the answer. Yeah. Because you didn't spend 30 yes. minutes down yes. there. Yeah. You, you literally spent five minutes and said, okay, I'll talk to your doctor. So then there I am bawling my eyes out in an empty room <laughs> during COVID. Right. Because Scott with, couldn't be there. Yeah. Scott couldn't be there. He had to wait in the car. Um, so that was... Yeah, not not great. Okay. <laughs> so then let's talk about like the ride home and Oof. the yeah, let's talk about now as a couple because mm-hmm. yes, it's your body, but it's the both of you that we're looking forward and anticipating. So like what kind of pressure, what kind of stress does that put on the marriage, the relationship, what conversations ensue? Like how do you comfort each other? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, leaving that ultrasound was like yeah. Like How say, long I, did you sit in the car parking lot before I thought you could drive home? Oh, not no? long, no, because like it, it was, <laughs> I say this now in the moment, I wouldn't have thought this, but it felt like something out of a movie. Yes. You, know, you watch a really sad movie yep. and you're like, oh my God, this is so sad. That's what it felt like. And I was in like that state of like, just like hysterics basically. And just like, get me out of here. Like, get me out of this fucking parking lot and take me home. And like, yeah, it was just like uncontrollable sadness you know what I mean yeah and disbelief yeah because you just you don't think it's going to happen to you yeah like you don't you don't think you you know like after like I I think I've said before like miscarriage is one out of four women so you know it's happening yeah I have thankfully friends who are very open about it in my circle friends so I knew that was a possibility yeah I've had friends that have had them you just don't think you're going to pull the short straw. You yes. know what I mean? You don't think it's going to happen to you. Yeah. And when it does, it's just like, how, how did this happen? Yeah. And from an outsider standpoint, right, like I'm not actively trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I would have never known the volume of women prior to owning a gym. Mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. the volume. I didn't know how common one in four. Mm-hmm. That statistic would have blown my mind. Yeah. Right. Because no one is talking about it. Right. Right. And whether it's shame, whether it's guilt, whether it's just discomfort or mm-hmm. privacy, whatever the reason for not sharing mm-hmm. prior to in the past few years, I see it's a lot more vocal. Mm-hmm. Women are a lot more comfortable with right. this conversation. Yeah. Um, but I never would have known that. I never would have thought that. Yeah. It, and had I been trying to get pregnant years ago, not knowing that it's so common, mm-hmm. I would have felt like a failure. I would have felt like... Alone. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like something's wrong with you. Right? And I, th- I think a lot of, like personally, I didn't feel that way. But what I've realized through this is that everyone's everyone's different, right? Everyone's right. journey is different. Everyone's yep. grief journey is different. Everyone's going to feel a little different, more different about it. I know that there are women who feel ashamed that they, you know can't they feel like they they've done something wrong or yeah. it's them who who is or again like you said it can be really hard on a marriage if you don't have a partner who's going to support you yeah or you know emotionally be there for you yeah but like I personally didn't feel alone because yeah. like I said I was I was I had friends that had been through it Thankfully. you just feel I felt just like an overwhelming sadness yeah that it didn't it didn't work out yeah you know, and at that point, like we were almost three months along. Like I had told people, yes. I had told a lot of people, I had mm-hmm. told you guys, I had told friends, I had told my parents. Like, mm-hmm. and you just feel like you're letting all these people down. Yeah. 
We Even though that's Kleenex so stupid. Box. We let the Kleenex box. Ah! Oh, no, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's so stupid because, like, why are you worried about all these other people? You're not letting them down. But yeah, you just feel like this overwhelming sadness, right? Like, yeah. you're just, I don't know. So then <laughs> where do you find the courage to try again? Because you did. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what keeps me going anyway. Like, I know some people, you know, need time to heal. And, and that's all great and well. Um, and not that we didn't heal, like, we cried about it together, we, you know, had our time, and, like, grief's not linear, right? Like, anyone yeah. will tell you that. It comes and goes, comes and goes. You'll one day be fine, and then the next day you you see a baby announcement or you see something that triggers you, and you're just like, Wah! off the deep end. Yeah. But, yeah, we dealt, we, you know, dealt with it. We talked about it. Scott's really good. Like, if he deals with it differently than I do, obviously, um, but he's so open to, to having conversations with me anytime I want to talk about it. And yeah, and that, that's what keeps us going is the possibility of like, it's okay, we're just going to, we're going to try again. Yeah. And we know it's going to happen eventually, or we keep the hope that it is. We yeah. don't know, but you keep the hope in your heart and that's kind of what fuels you to keep going. Okay. Um, yeah. So then you got pregnant again. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then I got pregnant again. Um, la. So then fast forward through all the weird sex shit, and now yeah. she uh, got pregnant yeah. again. Fast forward to the thirty <laughs> so days the, of sex. Yeah, every the month. inappropriate. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. The time sex uh, is sexual encounters. Yeah. Babe, babe, I'm ovulating. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Does it get monotonous? Like, mm-hmm. does it? Some days, some days, no. You yeah. know, like you still find the fire, but then some days, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Some days it's like, oh my god, this is work. Yeah, yeah. Because it's <laughs> like, because normally those days you just be like, let's just snuggle and take a nap, you know. Yeah. But now yeah. you're like, oh god, we're on a clock. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say all the time, like, oh, I can't wait to go back when it's just like whenever you want. You yeah, know, <laughs> have sex when it feels right, as yeah. opposed to like when yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, fast forward to December. Last December. Yep. I got pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, again, we weren't seeing any doctors really yet. Like just. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying naturally. Yep. So you get pregnant again. And we were excited. We were cautiously excited, right? Because obviously. The trust has been broken. Yeah. Like the trust <laughs> has been broken. You're yep. a little gun shy now. Yep. You're like, <laughs> you go into it with a, just a little bit, like it's sad, but it, anyone who knows who's been through that will say like. I know, well, personally, I can't speak for everyone, but it, like, does take the magic away a little bit. Yeah. Right? Like, you're happy, but you're like, nee. You're waiting yeah. for the other you're, shoe to drop. Exactly. You're you're walking on eggshells a little bit, and you're just like, well, this is good, but mm, what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. But on the other hand, I know myself, I thought to myself, like, yeah, I'm one out of four. Like, this happens. Shit happens. You don't think it's going to happen again. Yeah. There is no way it's going to happen again. Yeah. It could happen once, but it's not going to happen again. Right, of course not. And then it happened again. Yeah. <laughs> so this one was a little less, I don't want to say it was a little less painful, because that's not the word, but... Was it less devastating, maybe? like It was still kinda... just as devastating, but it was, I don't know if it, it, because we had been through it once, it's like, well, we, we knew what was to be expected, and yeah. we knew, like, this is what happens. Maybe you so, just knew, like, the likelihood. You understood that there was there was a potential that it could. So you already you were like bracing. Yeah. Which is like preparing. It's like being prepared How for How far along were you when you The lost second it? time was shorter. The second time I was only I went for an ultrasound that should have been around like my seven and a half weeks and I was only showing um, growth at like five weeks. Mm-hmm. So basically the baby had stopped 
growing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was much earlier, which again doesn't make it easier, but at the same time you don't spend three months right planning, dreaming, hoping, thinking about it, and then get the letdown. It was like only a, f- a few a weeks. few weeks. Um, but again, it's not easier. I don't want to say easier by any means, but. It just felt, I guess, kind of numb maybe it's is the word, right? You're yeah. just yeah. like going through the motions and you're like, this is happening again. I can't believe this is happening again. And it's just as sad, like I said, like the, the feeling of the first one versus the second one. It's just as devastating. Yeah. You feel like just as sad. You feel like the sun's not going to come up ever again. Yeah. But sun does come up. Yeah. Yeah. So now you made an interesting comment about like you see a pregnancy post or you mm. see something. So... Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about what social media, how social media can impact your frame of mind when you see other women having babies and you didn't. Oh, yeah. Social media is hard, how right? How do you cope because with that? Yeah. Before, whereas, well, I don't know, before when social media wasn't a thing. <laughs> Back when I was in grade 10. Yeah. Um, you didn't see everything firsthand, right, when it's happening, live action, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, Every Sunday, I get two or three pregnancy announcements, which is, you know, you have to, like, at first, it was hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. You you see them, and you're like, you want to lose your shit. But at the same time, it's not, you're not not happy for these people. Right. Because obviously, I love these people. They're entitled to their own dreams and hopes and babies, and you're not mad at them. It's a you problem, mm-hmm. which took me a, lo- a little bit to understand. Yep. Like you're just sad for you, yes, and not mad at them. Yeah. So if if you're one of those people who is still struggling with that, that's what I would say. You know, like just remember that it's okay to feel those feels because you're normal and you're human, and you're gonna see that and you're gonna think, shit, why is it so easy for them? Yeah. Why? But again, you don't know their struggle. Yep. You don't know what happened to them. You just see that post and you think, oh. You know, they're having a baby. And some people it is that easy, right? Some people they just get pregnant and they have their baby and that's that's awesome, right? But some people have their their struggles behind closed doors and you don't know about them. But yeah, I I would just say like remember that it's a you problem. Like I think I told you guys before about the analogy of like you you wouldn't get mad at someone for having a mother when you don't have a mother on Mother's Day. Right. Right? You're yeah. not going to say, well, screw you yeah. for celebrating Mother's Day. Like, you're not going to say, screw you for not celebrating your baby. Yeah. Being, yes. <laughs> having a baby. Like, that's yeah. great. You know, it's it's a you problem. You're just sad that you're, because you want to be there so bad. Yes. And it hits a little harder when you're already in a, not in the greatest mood when you wake up that day. For sure. And, yeah. and you know, take a break. Like, take a break. I've taken breaks from social media. It's like, okay. You know? Yeah. I can't see what's going on here today, yeah. so I'm just going to yeah. shut her down. You're yeah. in control. At yeah, you're, day, in, you're control. in control. Just, yeah. Okay, so now you know me being super weird and always mm. wanting to, like, know the gruesome details. Mm. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Oh, God. So, like, when the baby comes out uh-huh. in the toilet, yeah. what's happening there? It's a, okay, hold on. It's a toilet situation? Well, if it's small enough, yeah. right? Okay. It's still, yeah. so, we're talking like the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So because I would have been probably like hands in the toilet, like trying to like, what is this? Because I'm just that exploratory no, no. person. Like you, you are curious about it. Okay, sure. so is that a normal okay. thing? Is That's it? normal. Yeah. Okay. Were you? Curious? I would think I was curious. Yeah, I'm curious to see what it like. And what's what, happening? What was happening there. down there? Um, 
Because when you, you see it on, pa- on on a paper, it's just like a lot of black background. Then there's a couple white dots for the sonogram. Now oh. you have it like, I'm like real what life here. About? Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, what kind of poster is yeah. that? <laughs> what? That was really yeah. Like at the I mean, fucking OB's it, office. Yeah. What when kind you, of sack when is you come that? home yeah, and yeah, you see it's the very photo, little, like even like smaller than you imagined. Smaller than you imagined. Like think okay. of a a balloon. Like a deflated balloon. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You know? See, this Full is an education like for me. Like okay. A, I don't know how to describe. Like a. Like a half deflated water like balloon. Like a half a cup of water in a deflated water balloon. Okay. Like that. You feel it coming out. <laughs> I can visualize that perfectly. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't it? hurt coming out. It doesn't hurt coming out. No, the cramps hurt before it comes out, though. Okay. Yeah. I can. How, what's that situation they, like? Like labor cramps? Um, well, I've never been through labor, so right. I don't know how aggressive labor is. But from what I've heard from friends who have also done miscarriage, done miscarriage, had a miscarriage, <laughs> and um, been through labor, it's it's fairly comparable, right? It, your body, what you take, ends up, like, they usually give you a pill, and it's, um, it, it uh, initiates contractions, right. basically, right? Okay. So your okay. body's contracting and birthing the baby basically yes so so those are aggressive what size it is it's almost the same kind of it's got to come out yeah yeah i mean if you're further along they'll have to do surgery yeah or whatever right yeah people yeah yeah but from my experience yeah it's always been like a you just it comes out she she just comes out comes out another question Mm -hmm. how long are the contractions um the first time they were probably like um hours like i'd say seven hours and like not not for like full-on seven hours like but waves. like on waves off. right like, like period still, cramps like yeah. a minute hardcore and then like you know three minutes off and then but you my know. point is like even with a miscarriage mm-hmm. you're st- it's it's an all-day production which mm-hmm. is really sad mm-hmm. you know what i mean is that yeah. like the longest day of your life mm-hmm. yeah and it's just sad yeah right that's all you think about it's just Oh, this is happening and I can't do anything about it. Yeah, my body's I mean. just doing like it. Seven yeah. hours, you're just in that mm-hmm. that headspace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in what is actually happening. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can take your mind off of it. No. Like you said, like when you left the OB's office the first time, you're like, get me the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't really leave that situation. No, right. you can't leave it fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let's fast forward to nowadays. Let's fast yes. forward to like what is happening now. I've seen you do so. some wild shit down there. <laughs> I've seen you put some weird things in some strange places. Oh, so now we're seeing um, a doctor, which is awesome. Um, just because if I've learned anything in the, in this kind of fertility world, you got to advocate for yourself. Yep. Um, so now we've uh, we've been seeing a doctor, and we've been doing um, some rounds of um, medicated um, cycles, basically. Okay. So um, so we did a medica- a medicated cycle with. Um, just trying naturally, which didn't work. Yeah. Um, and now I'm on to a medicated cycle with an IUI, which is where they inseminate you. Sperm wash. <laughs> yes. I learned that term last week. <laughs> Laura taught me sperm wash. Yeah, they, they wash I the love sperm stuff. And then I'm like, I'm getting learning. And then they put them up, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what they call they it. They filter out any, like, you know, it's like thin the lazy herd. ones yes. they, yeah. they pull yeah. the elite yeah. and that's all she gets like exactly. the bachelor of sperm <laughs> you got a rose you and are you the got weakest a rose. link yes. goodbye <laughs> that's exactly right yeah okay so that's what you guys are doing so that's what we're doing um, and uh we'll see <laughs> is this like a 50 50 like scott does some things you do some things to your own bodies and then like 
What do you mean? Come together? Or like, is it your body that's mostly taking all the... Yeah. The okay. women... Who's... who's <laughs> go ahead. Scott, Scott is the support. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what I was yeah. trying to get. Scott is the support and, you know, your body goes through a lot, right, for the woman. It's, it's tough. You're putting all these different hormones in you. It's doing all kinds of things to your body. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Woof. Let's talk about some changes. Let's talk about Oof. accepting the change. Yeah. The, the I beautiful mean, you're miracle of me, life. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me that you basically go through like somewhat of a labor for a miscarriage. Like yeah. I'm assuming your postpartum is similar to like a labor is postpartum. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because you're just, you're so sad from the miscarriage that right. you don't know what, what you're feeling, right? Yeah. And like I said, it comes and goes. Some days I feel freaking great. Some days I'm like, hmm. Not so much, but yeah. most days I feel good. Um, okay. But yeah, the body changes are definitely uh, hard, right? Because you know, like you said to me a couple like months ago, it's like your body's been pregnant twice, miscarried twice. I had to talk Laura off the ledge yeah, for a hot she minute. Had to talk me <laughs> off the ledge, yeah. <laughs> Which just let let you guys know, like, no matter how well put together we might appear, there's certain things that Absolutely. still get us down. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we talked a lot. Like I've never worked out to be thinner really like I mean maybe when I was younger but as an adult right my mindset switched to you know I work out to be healthy to be fit to feel good in my clothes to have more energy to sleep better to get a be a better person be a better human it's like all of a sudden I'm gaining all this weight and I'm not maintaining and I work out you know seven days a week most weeks and it's like what is happening yeah um but you really do need to remember how much your hormones and your cycles and your periods and your emotions and your stress plays a role in all that, right? Like yeah. I'm putting all these things in my body and I'm carrying God knows how much water weight and, you know, that kind of thing. So so it's, it's hard, right, to see your body changing. I'm sure women who get pregnant also can, can vouch for this, right? Yeah. It's like if you're, you know – if your body's been this way for so many years and then it's great that you're growing a human and it's amazing but it's it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that like your body's changing now yeah and it's good it's a miracle and it's awesome but it's like your body's changing things are happening yeah you know that maybe you're not thrilled about and that's okay to have those feelings too yeah it is what it is so let's offer some advice to anyone who might be looking for comfort at this point mm, so yeah. I want you to give me two pieces of advice number one I want it to be in relation to accepting the changes and feeling comfortable and confident in whatever your body is doing yeah and then moving forward and accepting yeah the the the, the whole the whole situation yeah, yeah. moving forward um, again like I said people are going to grieve differently everyone's journey is going to be different and there's no shame in however you feel about what has happened um, through a miscarriage, right? Like if you, you know, you feel alone, you feel... You know what I remember you telling me? What's that? About it? When I I was trying to comfort Laura, right? (laughs) You're like, what do you say? You Mm. No one knows what to say. A lot of people don't know what to say. Right? And that's normal, right? Like if you've never been through it, you don't know what to say to someone. Yes, exactly. And then she said to me... (laughs) Well, if you think about all the things that have to go right in order to actually conceive a child, yeah. you think about every neuron and electro this and gene this and every single little thing that has to perfectly line up just at the right time in the right way to create that mm-hmm. life and to sustain it for nine months. 
And she said, it's surprise it happens at all. Yeah. Or like any of us turn out like with, you know, 10 fingers and 10 toes and yeah. all the limbs babies, and yeah. like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You just have to, you kind of have to do things that I always say, like do things that make you happy because you're in such a, a dark hole for a little bit and the only way out is to get yourself out. Yeah. Right. So like if you're not going to do that, then you're just going to stay in your deep, dark hole and you don't want that. So, you know, do the things that make you happy. Do the, you know, for me, that's, you know, exercising on a daily, even if it's not going to change my body at this point, because, you know, you're putting all these things in it. It's, it's helping my mind, right? Yep. Um, Surrounding yourself with people who are going to be supportive. Yes. Who are going to talk to you about it. Who are going to be open with you. Did Um, you have people reach out to you once like you kind of put it out there that you had gone through that? I bet you did. Yeah. And and that's like comforting in itself, right? Not only for you, but for them. Yeah. Right? There were people that reached out to me and said like, oh God, Laura, like I'm, you know, one in four too. And, you know, maybe they didn't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. you know, if if you're listening, I'll talk to you. Yeah, if you're out I'll there. I'll be your friend. Um, but no, for real. And, and you could feel like almost through the DMs that like they were thankful that I shared because they wanted to share. Yeah. And maybe they, they didn't feel like they could or. And maybe they got some closure from being able to yeah. even talk about it. Yeah. Right? Not everyone has a significant other. Not exactly. everyone has yeah. a supporting other. Well, and that's Not, what I was going to say, too, like, to get through it. It's, it's, it's hard if you don't have a support system. Yeah. And, like, hopefully your partner can support you, even if they don't grieve the same way, you know? Like, you still need to be there for your partner in, in the capacity that you they need. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if it's not the way you... You know, yeah. mm-hmm. Scott's not going to cry all the time when he sees a pregnancy announcement. I might, and yeah. he's going to say, you know, it's okay. We'll <laughs> Let get it our out, baby girl. someday. It you know, like... Because yeah. really, you just want someone to listen. Yeah. So like you were saying about, you know, people who don't know what to say. Is there a wrong thing to say? Um, I mean, there's lots of things that are, there's lots <laughs> of like, things that like are. I feel like the list is probably shorter if we just say, what's what should we avoid? You what know should we what's avoid? funny? Like, before having a miscarriage, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. You know, so like you'll see things online even that say like, you know, don't say to someone like, well, and, and I had people say this, oh, well, you got pregnant, you know. So like it'll like, happen again. What, be lucky, feel lucky you got yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah. and and it's true. Like some people go through struggles where they they haven't even gotten pregnant, and that's a whole different. Like nobody's struggle is is better or worse or, you know, like so. Yes, there's lots of things. You know, don't 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 say oh, at least you got pregnant or <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Oh yeah, that's another really good one. People do. <laughs> There must have been something wrong with the baby. So, you know. You dodged good. a bullet. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, I know those things. Yes. Like, it's not like you don't know those things in my head. But you don't want to hear it. But you don't want to hear it, right? Yeah. It's like anything. You just want someone to listen and say, this sucks. I'm sorry you're dealing with this. Yes. I'm here for you. Like, what can I do, if anything? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know if I answered your question. You did. Yeah. Now, what about body changes? Like, how Ooh. are you accepting... On the days you have to buy a size eight instead of a size six <laughs> pants, like how you talk I yourself off the that. ledge. You just do. And I mean, I know we talk about this all the time. Like I, I need to practice what you preach, right? Like yeah. I always talk about body positivity and, you know, it's not the size of your pants that, you know, but it is. It's hard to wrap your brain around it when you've been this size for X amount of time and you put in the work. But you really just have to train your brain and practice, you know, practice your your things, again, that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
moving my body on a daily makes me feel good and better and so that is what I continue to do yeah and yeah I love it I definitely learned a lot I did too and I think but I think this is important like I hope that when we post this and people see the title miscarriages i'm gonna make a point to explain that we're not just talking to women who have had them like it is important i feel value in knowing what not to say to someone absolutely i feel value in knowing what would provide someone with comfort yeah i feel like having these open conversations if women would share that shit Mm -hmm. do's and don'ts about people in class a (laughs) do's and don'ts (laughs) about this situation Mm -hmm. like it's it's important because there's not, no worse feeling than trying to support someone mm-hmm. and finding out later you did all the wrong things. Right. Right? When, you're, when your heart was in the right place. Yeah. So I think that, like, from a listener's point of view, I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely, I can't have children anymore after my setbacks. So mm-hmm. probably not anyways. Um, so it's a very important thing for me to know how to handle this stuff because I'll probably never experience it. Mm -hmm. So if I want to keep growing as a human and if I want to be the best person I can be on a daily basis, these are important conversations that I need to be having with people in my life going through things that I might never experience. So I appreciate you sharing that. And that's what you, like I was going to say too, like if you've never been through it, you don't know. Yeah. You need to ask. You need to ask questions. You need to, you know. I ask you all the time, what's that stuff? What are, what kind of hormones are you? On? <laughs> yeah, the first time Amanda, the first time Amanda found out that um, Laura was putting pearls up her crotch hole was the day we we're like, can we see them? What are they? What do yeah. they look like? What does it smell like? What's happening? <laughs> we all had our noses in her little pill box. We're like, oh, it really does look like a pearl. <laughs> look at that. But right, we wanted to know because that way we can support you, and that way I can crack jokes about your pills. About I can yeah. crack jokes about the pearls up the crotch because yeah. we be and, what you need us to be. In yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We can make light of a potentially heavier situation, exactly. and yes. that's what support's supposed to do. If you Absolutely. need us to clean up Humor the juices is in the a great, we'll do it. Yes. Uh, yeah, medicine. Humor is the best medicine. Yes, I think. It all is. right, Laura. Well, that's all. I appreciate you sharing. Is there anything else you want to add? Any last? No, last I don't think so. Words? No. No. Thanks for having me. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, it won't be the last you. time. <laughs> don't be sorry for crying. <laughs> We have the Kleenex box on the table because we were anticipating this might have been a heavier <laughs> topic. topic than usual. So thank you guys for listening, and we will hear from you. You will hear from us. Something of that nature next week. That's right. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye.